0: Welcome to this episode where we discuss about robotics and automation and in this session we will be understanding more about combat robots, how are you going to build them, what are the electronic components required, what are the materials required and what are the main features that can help you to start against your opponents. So in this session we will be focusing more on the electrical components that you require while building your combat robot. As we have already discussed, what are the necessary design or it could be a model and what are the things that are required to build a basic robot. But, while it comes to your electronic components, selection of these components must be very critical. It depends upon the robot that you take. It could be of 15 kg 30kg, or kg or whatever size, it depends upon the competition. So, as you go for the bigger uh, bots, or the boards which are out of bigger size your electronic components also varies for a small robot if you want to start with a basic electronic component I would suggest you with the brushless uh, motors because they have a good tor- torque and also good speed as well and they are light in weight because you know they do not have brushes which gives extra weight to the motor but while it comes to higher uh, boards you need to ensure that the torque is very high and also the speed is also approximately to the required that you want for the controller. Uh, so, basically, discussing about what kind of motors that you will be inputting for your combat robot goes for like you can go for e bike motors which have an RPM of approximately 6 to 7000 and uh, they have a pretty good torque as well. And for your uh, Weapon motors usually we recommend for Ampflow e-series because it has a really great torque I mean it has good, it has a good speed and also good torque rating as well. flow is a DC-based motor for better advantage against your opponents. You need to have a really strong weapon motor. So and while deciding on weapon motor as well, you need to check the back EMF and also the other ratings as well. So, the basic motor that many people use or the first use motor is your Upflow E-Series if you want to win any competition. But if you are on a budget that you want to win, can go for Upflow E-Series. And uh, other than that, I think so, there are motors like starter motors which you can utilize uh, depending upon your blade design and which you want to use. And if you are going for actuation type or projectile type, can utilize pneumatics as well, or hydraulics might not be necessary at that point because uh, if a certain leak or one because of a small damage, it can cause failure of your weapon as well. We can go for pneumatics if you're going for projectile, but if you're going for normal, like just uh, going for blade spinners, you can utilize for uh, the Afro A series. So, let us look at the standard specification for a high performance A series model. So the basic diameter in inches is 3. It has a length of approximately 6.7 inches. Uh, the peak horsepower goes up to 4.3 and uh, it has a top of approximately uh, 3.5 Newton by inches. And uh, I think the voltage that is required is 24 volt. The shaft diameter is like half inches. So the shaft diameter can be customized based upon your uh, Modifications, whatever you need to do for your weapon, and other than that, these are the basic channeled uh, specifications which are required. But if you want to again downgrade on your motor, maybe, maybe because based upon the cost, you can go for AMFLO 20, uh, I mean, high performance motor itself with the AMFLO 828 with uh, 150 modification. So, where you have again the same diameter of thing. the length is slightly smaller that is of 4 inches and it has a horsepower of 3 and torque of approximately 2 Newton inches so we are the basic and same the input power is approximately 24 volt inches. and that is how you can categorize uh, based upon what kind of motor that you want to go for and other than that you can again downgrade your motor based upon your budget the cost of the motor is approximately 35 to 40 thousand, and it depends. You can be getting the same motor from Amazon and from other sites. But if you wanted to make it a bit more cheaper, you can purchase it from Alibaba. Other than that, you can either utilize some of from your friends or any teammates who are having the same motor specification of your choice, and from there you can import. So, what are the additional features that you can add for an AC motors? So, usually there will be like fan cool systems. Like for example, if you are utilizing motors for very high modes, where there is lot of RPM, there is lot of power rating, and if, there is lot, if the power rating is really high, there is a chance that motor can get heated up. So, in order to reduce that, heat, can add either a good sink or a fan-full motor itself. So, it depends again on the specification. As higher the size of the robot goes, you might have to add fans uh, in order to reduce the temperature or the weapon, especially. But if you are going for lower, you can develop a customized heat sinks through which you can spin the heat from the motor. And that is the basic electrical requirement for a motor specification. But if you are going in terms of uh, speed controllers, or it could be any uh, microcontrollers. Usually, microcontrollers will not be used for this application. If you might be thinking that I'll utilize an Arduino you know, and run my uh, combat robot, you can maybe not also utilize for 15 kg robots as well. Because you know the output voltage that you get from Arduino is very less, and through that voltage, you cannot run your powerful motors you can maybe just layer run your DC motor it does not have a good torque and a good speed so you cannot compete with other people by using a microcontroller so what do we do is that we utilize uh, electronic speed uh, control- controllers so are known as ESC so through that ESC uh, we give the uh, like standard rating or how much speed that you want to uh, have for your motor like, it depends upon the ratio as well and that ESC will be given to a controller like if you are utilizing like controller such as Flysky. So based upon the throttle that it have or based upon your inputs, ESC will be giving you a certain output towards the motor. So that is how we, and we will be given direct connections. So the power pack the power will be directly supplied to the motor. I mean directly supplied to the ESC ESC. And from the ESC signal simply to the motor and motor will perform based upon the throttle of the controls that they give. And uh, because that basic doubt is clear where you cannot utilize microcontrollers controllers, Raspberry Pi, up to a certain extent maybe you can utilize uh, if you are making it fully autonomous or if you have some other plans that if the opponent is coming near and you need to activate a weapon or run a weapon at full speed. Because what happens is that usually uh, weapon uh, will be given again a separate control. Because drive beam should be taken by one controller one and the weapon beam should be taken by controller two. Um, that is usually the tactic that many majority of utilize. Maybe if you are even more curious than you want to learn, maybe you can detect that opponent is coming near and automatically it rotates its blade at full uh, 100% throttle. So what happens if so a manual, you know, there might be small change in reaction when the robot is coming to hit. We are not able to give 100% throttle and through which we are not going to have a great impact. So if you are able to develop it more through Raspberry Pi so such that when the other opponent robot is coming here, automatically it goes 100% throttle and uh, it hits the uh, opponent robot in a very good speed. So these are some of the things that you can try out. Uh, it's, again, I it's open to learn something, there are many things that you can learn in terms of combat robots. So till uh, this, I think so you understood about uh, what combat robots are and what kind of photo specifications that we can input so that we can have an advantage. I think so today my voice might be sounding a bit, uh, uh, I think because I just travelled I've come to, from my hometown and uh, it's almost like 11 o'clock that I'm recording this episode for tomorrow. Uh, I think so, you have already liked it. So, the please they it for this one day. I think some of it has it. So, it does not mean that I am going to stop for you guys. I know there are some people who are listening till the end and they want to get some value. So, obviously, I am here to give you the value regarding robotics and automation. And stick through because in the coming uh, weekends, we'll be having some guest speakers who are actually good in their own field of robotics and automation. They are actually practically doing the same uh, work Uh, and they are competing to different uh, uh, competitions, competing in various national and international level competitions. So, if you are patient enough for the weekend and Sunday, there is a session on it's all about people. So, we'll be introducing some people who are actually an expert in their particular field, maybe in robotics or automation and if you think that you are also one of them and you also have some information and knowledge to share you can obviously you can uh, bring me through social media any platform instagram twitter whatsapp and i'll be happy to have you on my podcast so that we can discuss about robotics so until next time stay safe bye cheers